0: Good morning, Faith Community Church. I'm Clint with another devotional in First Timothy today. We're in First Timothy chapter 3, um, and he's uh, continuing in his instruction of Timothy as he's um, uh, heading up churches here, appointing elders, appointing deacons. And so in the beginning of chapter 3, it's the qualifications for overseers and deacons. And we kind of went through this a little bit in Titus, and I'm actually going to read some of Titus as well, because there's some, um, there's identical uh, qualifications that he gives the elders here. And so I'm going to talk a little bit how these qualifications are relative to us who are not uh, elders and overseers. So, um, first talks about an overseer. Overseer is an elder. Same thing. Paul uses that term interchangeably. An overseer, therefore, must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, self-controlled, sensible, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not an excessive drinker, not a bully, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not greedy. He must manage his own household competently and have his children under control with all dignity. If anyone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he take care of God's church? He must not be a new convert, or he might become conceited and incur the same condemnation as the devil. Therefore, he must have a good reputation among outsiders so that he does not fall into disgrace in the devil's trap. So, uh, standard for for elders is high, right? And so, he kind of gives the same qualifications here in Titus. Actually, this is chapter 1 right out the gate as he's writing to him says this, remember elder and overseer, are the same thing. An elder must be blameless, husband of one wife, with faithful children who are not accused of wildness or rebellion. As an overseer of God's household, he must be blameless, not arrogant, not hot-tempered, not an excessive drinker, not a bully, not greedy for money, but hospitable, loving what is good, sensible, righteous, holy, self-controlled, holding to the faithful message as taught, so he will be able to both encourage with sound teaching and to refute those who contradict it. So, kind of the same thing here. Um, Paul makes a big deal about the qualifications of elders, and then uh, deacons. Here in a second, we'll read too. But uh, keep in mind that as believers, we're to be pursuing Christ's likeness. And since these are things that are the, the qualifications of an elder, what's great is God gives us commands as believers, but he also has um, these qualifications, these commands as elders, which is really great because these are some very, very practical things that we can be practicing and and looking towards. The. People who are the people who are elders in this church and who are deacons in this church—they're the people that we should be um, taking after. They're the ones who should be uh, leading that example in these areas here, so that other people we can be. Um, following after them and learning how to be Christ-like, how to live Christ-like. And deacons are are no exception. Again, the same thing. uh, A lot of the qualifications are similar, if not the exact same for them. It says deacons likewise, verse 8, should be worthy of respect, not hypocritical, not drinking a lot of wine, not greedy for money, holding the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience. Real quick, holding the mystery of the faith with clear conscience means they are... Uh, they are holding to the truths and the, the revealed mystery of the New Testament. And that's and that's Christ manifested in in the flesh, uh, and then with a clear conscience, meaning um, that they are they're not blameless of this. So it's it's not enough to just believe, right? Even demons believe and they tremble, but you have to be living this. You have to live out the gospel, and that's what this means: holding the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience. Continuing on to verse ten, they must also be tested first. If they prove blameless then they can serve as deacons. Wives, too, must be worthy of respect, not slanderers, self-controlled, faithful in everything. Deacons are to be husbands of one wife, managing their children and their own households competently. For those who have served well as deacons acquire good standing for themselves and great boldness in the faith that is in Christ Jesus. And one of the things I want to focus on with all these qualifications is um, is men managing uh, your your own households uh, and managing your children competently. And competently means um, you know what the Bible says. Obviously, discipline. We're we're told that we hate our children if we don't discipline them. Uh, The Lord disciplines those he loves. And so we're following that example by doing the same thing for our children. Um, We're loving our wives, husbands, wives we're submitting to our husbands. Um, And then, and all these things, this list, these qualifications for elders and deacons um, is a great practical way for us to be um, practicing Christ-likeness. And this is, it's just so great because it's a... Uh, again, it's practical. It's uh, it's almost a to-do list. You could almost check yourself every day and say, "Am I this? Am I?" Uh, or even asking those who are closest to you, asking your family, "Am I greedy? Uh, am I quarrelsome?" Uh, do, do I manage my household well? Asking yourself this, asking God this, asking God to help you with these things. Um, even though these are qualifications for the leaders of the church, these are things that we need to be striving after as believers. Men, how great would it be if every guy was, if every man qualified to be an elder? I mean, that's... It's something that we should all be striving after, having good uh, reputations, the decisions that we make. It doesn't go unnoticed. If anything, it doesn't go unnoticed by God. And it's important that our that our uh, lives, when we're not with people, are we in the Word? Are we... Um, you know, are we loving God when nobody else is around? Are we are we in the Word? Are we in prayer? Uh, are we leading our households well? Are we a different person at home than we are here at church? Make sure today you're you're thinking about this. You're thinking about you know, am I am I really pursuing God um, when I'm by myself, or am I am I just doing it to Uh, to please man, to please people around me. So that's it for uh, 1 Timothy chapter 3. We'll be in chapter 4 on Monday. So we will see you later.